time to get geeked up. It's time to get geeked up to stand up. Comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no shows the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 22 of the Geeked Up Podcast. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is the man that rocks a mean pair of Crocs, Mr. Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's been a while. I know this. Uh, I know this because Facebook keeps reminding me that uh, we haven't put any updates out there or anything. Yeah, we had to refresh our account. I had to pay an extra 80 bucks for this whole new year. Yeah. It's like <laughs> your SoundCloud. fans haven't heard from you in 87 days. It's like, fucking quit reminding me. <laughs> All right. I'll get to it, Facebook. I Jeez. know. They're reminding us, too. Jeez. The emails have been flooding in. What's going on? Where yeah. Have you been? But, hey, we're back from camp, you know? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We went to uh, Star Wars camp. It was... Uh, Devin went to... I, I go the old school... Um, out there canoeing and shooting bone arrows. And I was uh, came third in lightsaber dueling, <laughs> and uh, still can't move anything with my mind yet. But uh, yeah, I went to Renaissance Fair camp. I don't know. I'm sure there's some type of camp for Renaissance. I was too afraid nerds. to ride the horses, but. Um, <laughs> But we're back for fall sweeps. You That's know? right. <laughs> That's gonna be. Sweep season's here, baby. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like we said, summer's it's in over. my contract. Yeah. I don't do summers. God damn it! All right, <laughs> I was in the south of France with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> But uh, Labor Day's here and gone, you know, so we're back to work like all the rest of you schleps out there. Yeah, back with a whole new season of Geeked Up. We're going to be coming at you uh, with new news and yeah. games and closer looks and all of your favorite Geeked Up <laughs> segments. We're going to be, some of our buddies are going to be stopping by, back by the closet. That's right. Dennis gonna... and Andy are going to be stopping back by the closet. Maybe some know? friends will be coming out of the closet. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a pretty crazy season we got lined up. It's going to be a crazy season. You know, much crazier than season two, which lasted two episodes. You know, we <laughs> fell into a writer's strike. <laughs> and, uh, and goddamn writer's strike. The writer's strike being summer got it's here. Segway- Wait like, into summer break. Yeah, so. Next thing you know. But season three is going to be a real good one. Yes. And even the kick things Geeked off. Geeked up 3.0. That's right. That's right. I like to say phase three, much like my uh, Marvel brethren. <laughs> but um, I guess to kick things off with this new season, we're going to do something a little new. I think we're the first people to come up with it. You know, I think it's a good idea for the show. I think it'll be <laughs> catching on. I think other shows like this will be doing it. Yeah. And we're going to give a, you know, we give you guys all the RIPs all the time, and it's a bummer. Bum everybody out with the RIP news, you know. It's thinking, a new season. We're thinking, let's maybe this time, instead of bumming everybody out, you know, cheer everybody up. Let's cheer everybody up. The opposite of death of birth. <laughs> so we're going to start doing, and again, you've probably heard it here first, celebrity birthday shout-outs. Yes, and I've also come up with an original song for this. <laughs> na 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 Pretty good. I think that was the Entertainment Tonight birthday song. Could be Do you that. Remember one? the show Entertainment Tonight as a kid, though. I think this might be owning up to too much. But when I was a little kid, I used to look forward to that show. My mom would watch, and I used to look forward to it for the celebrity birthdays every day. And I get right. like bummed out when there was no, like, I didn't hear of any of the celebrities when no one was born. <laughs> yeah, when you're eight, like you've only heard of, you know, <laughs> it wasn't Robin Williams or Tom Hanks' birthdays. <laughs> I was kind of fucked as an eight, so I was like, you know, see, I like the more Al Roker Woody approach. Allen's birthday, and I'd be like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Slay nothing from the cast of Saved by the Bell. Again? 
But so I was a little, you know, like that. I would nerd out on celebrity birthdays as a kid. So I'm happy to be bringing back yeah, the, uh, back the tradition. celebrity birthday of the episode. We're going to, this week, we're going to honor, who are we honoring in our inaugural? I feel like it's a good one to do. It just so happens today's his birthday. He's a big geek fan. We're a big fan of his here at the Geeked Up Podcast. And I like to think he's a big fan of the Geeked Up Podcast, you know? <laughs> I haven't had a conference. Yeah, right. That's a good, <laughs> but, uh, a good way to, That's the way I like to know, think of all of the people we talk about. I think after we met Stephen Root, he's spreading it out out there in Hollywood. I think Hollywood's elite to check out. I don't know he's us. Uh, he still hasn't uh, gotten back to us about that guest body promise. I think he's too nervous, you know? It's a big deal. We've blown him up so much. How's he going to live up to his reputation? But anyway, it's not always about Stephen Root. Yes, it is. <laughs> big happy birthday, Stephen Root. To, uh... Root. I don't know. Maybe my generation's favorite Batman, Michael Keaton. Michael, Michael Kate. Keaton. Yes. Peter Your generation's favorite Batman. My generation's favorite Birdman. <laughs> Your favorite Bat. But and yes, everyone's Michael favorite Keaton, Vulture. He was huge when Batman came out. Then he spent like uh, 15 years in the gutter after Multiplicity. <laughs> yeah. if, if I'm recalling his career right, it was <laughs> right and high. Multiplicity crashed into the ocean. But, but he would pop he was, up every now and then too. You but what do you like? Jackie Brown. You're like, oh, oh yeah, that's like, true. Is that Michael Keaton? <laughs> he was in that Jennifer Lopez movie, uh, Out of Sight. And then he was, was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, he uh, he's okay. I guess he would pop up every once in a while, but yeah. he was definitely like a guy that was noticeable, can, like an A-list. They would yeah. say in res- in wrestling terms, conspicuous by his absence. <laughs> was Michael Keaton from the spotlight of Hollywood for all those years? Then Birdman came out. He mm-hmm. wins the Oscars. Went to the Oscars. Didn't win Best Actor. But the movie won. Oh, that's right. The movie won. He did not win, but he was he won like the Golden Globes though, didn't he? Yeah, he gave yeah, some like big speech. I remember him like getting a lot of press for his comeback speech. And then he played the Vulture and then in the he new pl- Spider Man. Yeah, movie. Exactly. yeah, then he played the main villain in the new Spider Man, which is interesting because then Batman comes out, then he plays Birdman, then he plays a, uh, an evil bird, bird. Okay. as a superhero. So do you think the writers of Spider Man or the casting people of Spider Man casted him because he was Batman or cast him because he was Birdman? <laughs> but it's funny, the guy, or in, both. the guy that he played in the Vulture and Spider Man was very similar to the guy from Birdman. Birdman just kind of washed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like loser. it was basically yeah. the same exact. Play- he basically played the asshole that he hated in Birdman. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. So now we know as how Birdman vulture. ended. You know, but he, he had experience as a superhero, uh, as a superhero flying creature. But <laughs> yeah. and Vulture, I did feel was also similar to the Batman character mm-hmm. in the sense where he was a guy without real superpowers. He sure. was kind of just like a asshole. That and to him, he wasn't really like right. a huge villain. You know, he wasn't really like killing people or anything. He was just he was very Michael. He was Kale, a, a villain you love to hate. Yeah, you know? he was just he was, stealing. And he was not only stealing, but he was stealing, like, from fucking evil assholes that were trying to, you mm. know, do bad stuff with nuclear waste. Or Iron Man. They're trying he was stealing from. <laughs> I was think it? Iron Man, yeah, that's what he was stealing from Stark Iron Man in the movie. Stark yeah. Industries had their hand in the nuclear waste. I thought it was yeah. nuclear waste dumps that he was robbing, but anyway. Either or. He's probably picking up both. <laughs> yeah, right Picked up a ray gun or two from the old nuclear dump factory. Anyway, Michael. Happy 66th birthday. 66, by the way. I think that's actually the NBA and NBC song, not the <laughs> Entertainment Tonight birthday song. With well, Keaton uh, might be a basketball fan. <laughs> but anyway, that'll get us into the main portion of the show. Oh. Some might say the news. The news. The check-in, not the news. I'm worried Michael Keaton's going to stop listening now, now that we're done talking about him. <laughs> but, uh, come on, stick with it. It's going to be a great one, Mike. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's always what happens when we tell somebody we're going to give them a shout-out on the podcast. That? They listen to hear their name, then they turn it off. We should have done it at the end. There we're... goes Michael Keaton. Yeah, we should... Next time, next celebrity birthday, we're doing it at the end. <laughs> we'll get him to stick around. Oh, it's my birthday today. I hope it's me. <laughs> 
Anyway, into the news. So, of course, what would the news be? I think last time we were with you guys, the last episode, episode 21, I think we were talking about, or like my predictions and hyping up the new season of Game of Thrones. Yes. Summer's come and gone. Game of Thrones is come and gone. For sure. Now, I know you're like, what? So quickly? But it was only seven episodes this season. Yes. Yeah, Instead of the usual ten. So the <laughs> which is even short for his HBO series. HBO series usually run like 13. Yeah, seven is definitely short for an American series, especially one of these, like, you know, a mega popular mm -hmm. series for American television. Seven is definitely way shorter than we're accustomed to. Yeah, it you is. better get used to it because the final season is going to be even shorter. Yeah, six episodes. Which is really making me feel like they're making everybody wait between the year and a half. We're going to have to wait between this season and the next yeah, season. Jesus Christ. Any time in between the last season and this one it's almost going to be like three years for in essence which won 13 episodes it's one mm. season of fucking yeah. Game of Thrones come on you're not fooling me exactly. you're not fooling me guys exactly. like, just say what it is like, yeah. part two of season six as you no, should but, you know 13 episodes I don't you know that's seems that, that would seemingly be a good for one series but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh, I guess it was a big one you know it's way ahead of the books now so anything's possible this season was the first time that now you're seeing characters that have never really interacted in the show before now intermingling people are kind of going back to where they started like all the start kids are still alive are back at winterfell or on their way there okay i see you know john snow is now the king of the north khaleesi denarius she's now on westeros finally after six seasons she's finally got her dragon she's here to claim her throne oh well, all right so <laughs> and know, she's got a dragon to help so i she's mean she's got three of them She's got three of them, isn't or, I guess... You're not even getting a spoiler alert this time, guys. It's been far enough. Long <laughs> enough. But uh, now she only has two dragons, you know? She lost a dragon. One of the dragons got killed this season. Oh. And then became a dragon zombie. Now it's a part <laughs> of, like... It's an evil dragon now. Now it's in the Walking Dead franchise. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's the ultimate enemy. Like, this whole season's about, like, the zombies are coming. Like, the White Walkers. There's, like, that's what the wall is for. And all the zombies live there. And... So now Game of Thrones is just ripping off mm -hmm. uh, Walking Dead here. It's the third spinoff of Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, Game of Walking. Once they get past the books and the guy starts writing himself, what does he do? He copies <laughs> Game Walking Dead. Which... Come on. Yeah, he's out of books. This but now Walking next season is going to be pretty fucking epic if it's like Game of Thrones meets Walking Dead. Talk about ratings. Talk about uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Jackpot really. in the old ratings book. Six episodes left after this, so they're going to have to wrap everything up in six episodes. They, and they're moving pretty fast this season. It almost seems like now the writers of Game of Thrones are ready to wrap this show up so they can get working on their new racist confederate <laughs> show on HBO. <laughs> now, when the show wraps up, though, is it going to be... It's not going to be necessarily like a definitive, you know, the Game of Thrones universe is not going to be over when the show ends. Oh, is no, it? correct. Like the end the story of the current characters. This will be the end of this. And then put it on HBO wraps, like, already now has four, already has four scripts for four different spinoffs. Okay, yeah. Of Game so of Thrones. Say, be but a, all of them are prequels, so is what I've read. One of them they're definitely doing, and... Who knows what's going to be, be spin-off series. Yeah. Um, Who knows if they'll be like huge series. Like, well, I don't think they'll probably call it Game of Thrones anymore. Yeah, they'll yeah. probably call it something different. Or maybe not. You yeah. know what I mean? But it won't it be, be like, like season Snow 8. Snow and be the whole yeah. John Snow story. You know? That's pretty much what this was. But I guess so. We'll go through some of the big reveals of this season. Some of the deaths. Lay him on me, brother. Lay him on like, me. Like Littlefinger. Spoiler alert for me because I've never watched. <laughs> but... Littlefinger now got killed by Arya after some... Deep planning, deceit. You thought the Santa, the Stark girls were going to go against each other. But literally, no, they were playing Littlefinger the whole time. What else happened? Uh, we found out, like I said, uh, one of Daenerys' dragons died. Now it's like an ice dragon. 
<laughs> but the whole thing was Jon Snow met Daenerys, right? Now, we all kind of suspected that Jon Snow might actually be related to her. He is. And the end of this show ended with them consummating, having some good old-fashioned, old-timey sex. You know? <laughs> yeah, you told me now this But was during a... this, during this scene where they're, like, having sex and hooking up, the voiceover is now explaining to you that this is his aunt. Like, oh, he was really born Aegon Targaryen. And you find out, like, so all he's this... he's a Targaryen. Yeah, all this work that she's done this whole time to, like, claim the Iron Throne, he actually has more of a right to it and just doesn't know it. <laughs> so it's going to be pretty interesting. Now that he knows. And also pretty gross when he finds out that he just, like, really laid into his aunt there. You know, oh, so him. he didn't know. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know he's banging his oh, aunt. Oh, jeez. It's going to oh, be, like, gosh. a real, like, the Farley's brother movie kind of figure. <laughs> yeah. know, gonna Did the aunt know? Or no, none both? of them know. No. Okay. So they went into it not knowing, but still. <laughs> right, so it's a little bit less gross, I suppose. But then the reveal sure. happens by the voiceover as it's going on. So they don't know. Other people So know. it turns a erotic moment kind of gross as you're watching. Yeah. Pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess watching that, too, I also watched... So it was a pretty epic scene when they revealed that, like, they're doing, like, flashbacks because the one kid can, like, see through time. So they're doing flashbacks. They're revealing that, like, Jon Snow is Aegon Targaryen. They're showing him being born, like, where he came from. And I was watching, like, reaction videos online. And the common thing I would find yes, is no, that, reaction, like... The reaction... Game of Thrones have really blown up reaction videos. The last time that reaction videos were so big was during the two girls, one cup phrase. <laughs> <laughs> those were huge to watch reaction videos. Now the new thing is Game of Thrones reaction shots. Yeah, not where f- everybody shows, you know... Not watching. quite as sexy as two girls, <laughs> one cup. But uh, if you see some of these people, though, like so it's usually at, like bars. And it's usually like, big bars that like show Game of Thrones. Which is another interesting thing, too, that we'll talk mm-hmm. about. But Game of Thrones is really kind of like... I, th- I feel like they're the first show to really get a strong market for public viewing. Yeah, Because exactly. there's lots of bars that do Game of Thrones viewing. Mm-hmm. And it's really something that, like, you've never seen from any other TV show in the past. No, I never went to any, like, saloon to watch Deadwood when it was on <laughs> with my favorite cowboy friend. Now that you mentioned it, though. It would I totally would have. But no, so we can get back into that in a second. But anyway, so not to interrupt your point, though... Which was, so you were watching the reaction Watching these videos. reaction videos of just these there's people. Chicken and, like, there's the a big reveal. Bar. Yeah, just people group at a bar, and they're like, <gasps> cheering, and then they're having sex, and then they reveal John's real name, and there's just this one chick in the middle of the bar just crying her eyes out, just being like, yeah, I can't. It's, there's so much. I can't do it. <laughs> and fuck that, dude. Like, keep it down. Like, people, I know people that invite me sometimes. Like, oh, are you going to come over? We'll watch Game of Thrones tonight. And it's like, what are you, fucking crazy? <laughs> I'm going to sit in a room by myself. in front of everybody when Jon Snow bangs his hands. Smoking I mean, a dude, but I'm fucking going to analyze every scene and pause it. And like, wait, what's going on there? Did you see that? Can't do that with a group of friends. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I guess public viewing for a TV show does seem a little bit like... Not in the right place. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you but I think I imagine they're probably big enough fans where they're all like, <gasps> no, quiet. quiet like, not. sorry, from 9 to 10, we're not <laughs> serving any alcohol. Nobody's <laughs> ordering nachos right <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the thing. Although that would be the best guy. Can you turn the Mets game on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so that's the Game of Thrones. I guess like that's like the wrapping up of like we missed that over the summer. We're going to miss it. It's going to be a long time till we get it back. Then it'll be so short and sweet when it comes back. Yeah, but I guess tonight though is coming out the big premiere of American Horror Story season seven. Cult is the theme this year. 
that's this year's theme of the American Horror Story series where every year it's mm-hmm. and I guess they're down to I don't know how many of these same actors that they have kept yeah. since the uh, as the show's gone they come on. and go the, you know yeah they come and go it looks like they're kind of you know cashing on the whole it craze with the yeah, killer they're doing clowns the clowns everywhere because there was the clown in uh, Freak Show Twisty the Clown, and I guess he's like in this one because you see pictures of Twisty. Yes, apparently they're doing, yeah, which they've done in the past in the American Horror Story series where they've kind of uh, intermined yeah, characters from various seasons based on like their time. You yeah, know, they have. The Nazi doctor kept on coming up, and I'm hoping the Nazi doctor comes back again. Yeah, we always do. <laughs> so it doesn't. But uh, this year is another interesting one, though. They're back to kind of contemporary times. So contemporary, it takes place in a post-Trump election society. That's uh, that's really apparently kind of one of the big themes that's driving the story. Killer clowns and a cult aside. But it's really kind of more, they're going to be apparently lots of... Mental manipulation about mm-hmm. people's political concerns at the time yeah, right no, now. that's like the whole goofy part of the trailer is like Trump wins, and he's like, no, <laughs> it's like, no, dude, take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he appears to be humping his screen. Yeah, the one guy angry. I think is all into it, like, <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Trump. That's happy. He's like literally humping the screen. Yeah, but it's Sarah Paulson looks to be having like an epic meltdown. <laughs> it's just like immediately, like I, I guess Sarah she's Paulson probably supposed to, is. yeah, it's supposed to probably be like the heroine in this season, but like I immediately. You just like hope she gets it in the first episode, <laughs> just from that overreaction. Like, yeah. all right, Jesus Christ! And this like, is a, as, as somebody that was a Hillary supporter. I'm really hoping Sarah Paulson <laughs> yeah, dies. Hundred like, I'm uh, team Twisty on this Trump. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apparently, and the writers say this, and I think everybody that ever does anything politically oriented always says, "No, it's not uh, just a one-sided. <laughs> yeah. It's about all politics." But they claim that there's going to be a lot of kind of playing into the vulnerabilities and the fears of people with all political affiliations where they're not going to it's not going to be just the torments of a post Trump world but also yes. and who maybe better some to, like uh, liberal agendas gone wrong or things that would happen you know what i mean uh, uh, they they're, they're going to be trying to it's going to be apparently kind of a political mind fuck and who better to uh, do this than uh People's most hated group of people, the fucking clowns. <laughs> yeah, Either if you're afraid of them or you just fucking hate them. Yeah. Like, this clown cult. Seriously, I feel that clowns have gotten such bad prep, like press yeah. over the last, ever since, you know, pretty much I guess since it came out in the 80s or whatnot, but I feel that like it's starting, the tide is starting to turn where in the future <laughs> there's only going to be evil, crazy, scary clowns. Because now right? nobody's booking a clown for their fucking child party. Yeah, see, and now it's hard to tell people, too. They're like, I hate clowns. But like they're like, oh yeah, I'm afraid of clowns too. And it's like, no, I'm not a fucking afraid of them, dude. <laughs> like, I, I hate them. They're like, just I, boring. They're fucking them. annoying as hell. They're hacky as yeah. shit. <laughs> Their jokes aren't funny or original. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They're the worst. Something I can use. You yeah, know it's what just I mean? some like, dude in a wig and some fucking. Oh my god! Yeah, lots of non-verbal communicate. Lots of overacting. And, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's big time. <laughs> hey, why are you throwing this pie in my? Let me just eat yeah, the fucking yeah, thing. What are you? It's not even pie. It's just a plate of whipped cream. Boo! You fucking hack. So, that's the big premiere tonight. Another big premiere tonight, like the, like the theme song says, we talk about gaming. Uh, premiering tonight at midnight, Destiny 2, the follow-up sequel to Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> so let me guess, Destiny 1. That was the first one. And that's the uh, Destiny 2, it's a big game, it's going to come out PS4, Xbox, PC, 
It's um, all your major consoles. All your major consoles. All the players. It's an interesting game. It's like an MMO meets a first-person shooter. It's made by Bungie, who, if you remember, Bungie were the uh, original creators of the Halo franchise. Okay, I now, see. Someone else does that. First-person shooter made by the Halo franchise. Like, I'm listening. So, so you're I'm in listening. good business here. You know, it's massively played. It's one of those games that, like, you know, you pick your character, you boost him up throughout the game. But you can do like big raids. You can like play with like a group, a certain group of people. Okay, yes, I was you can do solo say. stuff. It's kind of like a, like an open world game. So like if you're out doing something, you might just run into another group of people doing something and join in with them if you want. If you're on a solo mission, there are still people in the yeah, game. Yeah, there's people just run around. You can just run around, do nothing, and find yeah, stuff yeah. to do. Obviously, that's a pretty new move. But uh, you know, there's clans that you can do. Like our clan, big shout out to uh, No Guts, No Glory. <laughs> The clan I'm a part of out there. Shout out. Shameless plug to No Guts, No Glory. All the guys out there. Turbo. All the guys fighting hard. Dope, dopey dub. <laughs> Master Mikey, I'm talking to all you guys. <laughs> Big shout the out from the, the no Geek Dope Podcast. No. <laughs> Fuzzy Nuggets, talking to you. <laughs> of course, Perfection. That's I think that's everybody. If not, you know. I'll see you out there. If not, you're pretty low on the Of course, uh, remember to look me up on, not only on our podcast forums, but look me up on Xbox Live. I'm fearloath420. <laughs> oh, that's right. You've never changed your original gamer tags because your score, you don't want to lose your, you don't want to lose all your points that you've accumulated. It's a pretty known gamer tag. Yeah, yeah. I don't want <laughs> I got to pay money to change it to Geeked Up. People know Fearloath. You have got to earn your respect as, fear, as uh, yeah, Geeked you know, Up. When people people won't know what to know. think. Fearloath already rings out on the streets. You know, you don't want to. And another game, I guess, but that's Destiny 2. That's going to be a big, that's the big one. That's the, the yeah. big game. The first big that's game that's everybody's been talking time. about. Everyone's going to be talking about it. You see commercials for it. Everyone's going to be playing it. It's a big one. The first game did great. It got a little now, repetitive at like the a, end. Uh, you know, what is it in like a, uh, is it in, an, it's in is, like it, is it on Earth? Is yeah. it on space? You're in space. Is it modern times? No, it's the future. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the future. You're, you're in space. space. You're killing aliens. Yeah, you could be a robot or an alien or a human, you know. Okay. Possibilities are <laughs> There's different factions. You can be a hunter or uh, right, other so bullshit. I'll have know. to play Destiny One and catch up. No, I think you can just get into Destiny Two. Also, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a whole new game, Lee. Whole new game. But another game that's coming out and a much more even nerdier spectrum of it is uh, it's uh, season two of uh, the Batman Telltale series, which is uh, one of those games where if you're familiar with the Telltale games, like the Walking Dead games. They had the Guardians of the Galaxy, Wolf Among Us. It's one of those games where you don't so much play the game as you're kind of like playing a story or like a TV yeah. series. Like your decisions affect how the game plays out. Yeah, it's like, yeah. They it very like, much cheesily does. Like the whole game doesn't come out at once. Like they release them in episodes. Like so I've already played episode one of season two. you your own path and you exactly. can choose how it's, Yes. Know. I don't have to wait till like late September now to play episode two. And my story will be different than other people's stories. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My Two-Face in the first season is still a one-face guy. Like I never <laughs> turned into Two-Face. But they still refer to him as Two-Face. Try to hold out as long as you can. Oh, I did. That. I beat the whole game without turning into Two-Face. And then this season they're like, oh, there's Two-Face. I'm like, what do you call him Two-Face for? <laughs> He's one face. He's got one fucking face. I made a point to not make him Two-Face. But you I've like seen your money back. Goddamn I've seen like it. trailers or like other people's gameplay where he's two faced. Like I'm like Jesus Christ! Like you Come animals, on. you can't be nicer <laughs> to your friend Harvey. <laughs> but you play uh, and it's super nerdy and it's super fun though. But like you play both yeah, parts, Bruce like Wayne perfect, like and Batman. Uh, so okay. like a lot of the things you have to make a decision. Like are you gonna do this as Bruce? Or are you gonna do it as Batman? It's like obviously Bruce. <laughs> it's Batman jump. But it's a different Batman universe. Like everything's different. The characters are different. It's like 
they're using characters you know, but they're totally different than what you're used to. Like the penguin in the first one is like just it's not like Danny DeVito, I'd say. No, he's like a tall, strapping British guy, criminal. He just wears a goofy penguin mask. And he's like, <laughs> I'm the penguin, and a lot of shit like okay, that. You know what I mean? So I'm it's a very to, uh, different game. Yeah. So that'll be coming out. I'll give you guys continuous updates on the episodes and <laughs> let you know how my Batman's doing. <laughs> See if I can keep old Two Face One Face. <laughs> But enough about games. Let's get into some movies, goddammit. And, you know, we took the summer off, but we were out in the theaters watching some movies. But it seems like we might be the only ones who were. Because, like I said earlier, there were some, some big blockbusters that were coming out this year. Transformers 5, The Mummy, big budget, big action movies, top-billed actors, Wahlberg, Tom Cruise. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, new Pirates movie, old Johnny Depp bringing it in. There was the Baywatch movie with The Rock and Zac Efron. <laughs> No, there's a lot of big movies coming out this summer. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, all big... Huge blockbuster films. And according to the reports, summer's over. Not a lot of people wanted to go see them. You know, the, yeah, uh, and I guess that would be kind of the story of the uh, you know blockbuster movie summer news would be kind of the lack oh, of success yeah. of any big summer blockbusters. You know what I mean? Like you said, lots of big releases, mm -hmm. but no, uh, at least real domestically, I guess. It's kind of one of these caveats you got to throw in these days. Yeah. They skew everything with the worldwide numbers. Yeah, Baywatch is But this is geeked China. up. Yeah, we don't care who, what, they're, what they're watching in China, you know? Yeah. People are going to see Transformers in Turkey. Well, guess what? We don't care on the geeked up show because we're talking domestic tickets. Sales. This is the Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about, you know what I mean, like uh, a, a lot of the you know movies that Dev mentioned before were flops. And some of them even got like great reviews, just like didn't bring in the numbers. You know what I mean? And a lot of that can be blamed on, I guess, like streaming services or people going out and doing stuff now <laughs> since it's like, almost the end of the world. Yeah, I guess. But, um, you know, this year it pulled in, the summer blockbusters pulled in $3.8 billion. Which sounds like a lot to you and me. <laughs> but um, that's the lowest it's been since like 2006. I guess 2006, that summer brought in like $3.6 billion. Yeah. Which is like... I don't so know. like the lowest in the last 10 years. And then the movie of the summer yeah. especially ended with like the two lowest weeks yeah, of the time. whole summer. Where the last two weeks of summer, there was really nothing. And like Devin said, I guess the first kind of thing to think about would be just to uh, wonder kind of why. Because like, you know, there was a lot mm -hmm. of big movie franchises and whatnot that were released so why didn't people exactly go to see them you know i think in some aspects you can i think we were sick of seeing the transformers fighting each other like who fucking yeah gives a shit i think that was definitely a big problem with this year's list pirates. pirates of the caribbean five transformers yeah. five exactly another mummies a war of the planet of the apes which was just like how so, many you know, the of those movie got kind like, of great movie. reviews but again, but it, it's like people aren't flooded yeah. to see it because like, dude, more movies about these guys. Exactly. Games. It's just very still. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess that there's just been a lot of those movies have been like retreads, and uh, that would definitely has a lot to do with it. Yeah, no, they're definitely played out. Like, do we really need to see a snarky Johnny Depp again? Like, he's like pushing like 50 something. Now. Yeah, anytime like, you get into the like the fifth, fourth, or fifth version of any type of franchise, mm -hmm. you're really treading on thin ice, and you really can't be surprised. When the fifth movie of any franchise wasn't so a huge well, blockbuster yeah. success, especially in this movie, you know, there's yeah. so many movies released these days too. Just even this year, in terms of like super uh, hero comic booky kind of movies, like it used to be, you know what I mean? There was like the movie of the summer that there would be the serial would be about, sure, the yeah. ride at Six Flags <laughs> and all that. Now there's so many of this of those movies. 
just this summer alone, there was Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, you know what I mean? Guardians Both of, of those, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, those are like three superhero franchises alone that made their, you know what I mean, first big movie, unlike mm-hmm. these other ones where they're making their fifth. They're making their, well, I guess Guardians was a sequel. Guardians but, was a sequel. You know, and then there was other huge ones like Dark Tower, which was like a new character that yeah. was a bomb and stuff that, that could have been a big bomb. franchise mm-hmm. series, but it's just like... Yeah, and that's the whole thing, too, like, with these big, big movies like that. Like I said, like, $3.8 billion sounds like a lot domestically, but figure the budgets for some of these movies are, like, getting close to, like, a billion in its own. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, some of these movies have, like, a $500 million budget, like, a $300 million budget. Then you add all these up, and then, like, the actor pay and, like, all that. Like, yeah, no, it's not insane. breaking even. So the movie theaters then themselves have tried to do things to encourage people to come. They've changed, like I know, I think AMC has a lot of their theaters are now. Like every seat has the lounge seat, kind sure, of recliner okay, yeah. seats to make the movie theater going experience more comfortable. But even right there kind of downsizes the amount of tickets that they're sold sure, with that whole fad. Now. That's become real popular to do those theater-style seats. When they do those theater-style seats. Uh, the real nice thing about those, though, is that you get to, like, reserve which seat is yours yes so you know, it's like an early premiere you're going to you don't have to like worry about there to get there early to make sure you're not sitting yeah, in the front yeah. row like it's like you're sitting in like 16H yeah for sure and you get to tell the bozo sitting there like you, you even that yeah yeah for sure even that has uh, that's like you know helped but but I can do that on my own couch you know what I mean but you know, movie theaters have started trying to do other things, incorporate other live things yeah. to try to get people to come. Like what we've talked about, they're going to be releasing the simulcast of the Human series in the future. We've talked mm-hmm. about Maple simulcasting Game of Thrones or other yeah, television yeah. stuff in movie yeah, they theaters because they need to try to do, you know, look at these bars whatever are they away can. With it. <laughs> these bars seem to be cleaning up. Yeah. You know, like box office bar sales, like they're cleaning up for their <laughs> Game of Thrones admissions. Come watch it at Butchie's Two for One Game of Thrones bar. <laughs> I know if PBR sales are any indication, then. Uh... But they weren't all flops this summer, you know. We had some good ones squeak in there. Of course, my boy... and you mentioned Baywatch earlier. I'm gonna have to take the personal blame for Baywatch being a flop because <laughs> I didn't see it. So I feel like you really gotta lead by example sometimes. Yeah, in life. I missed out on that one. Too. And it was starring a professional wrestler, and it was a recreation of Baywatch. Yeah. So I really feel like I had a personal responsibility to go and see it. To go see Baywatch. And I did not, so I feel like I personally failed that movie. I heard there was cameos galore. <laughs> I Hasselhoff was there. I think we got a Pamela Anderson cameo. Yeah, I was a little bummed when I, I found don't know out who that else would have Pam Anderson and Hasselhoff weren't the two stars. <laughs> yeah, right. It's kind well, of disappointing. Cameo from Baywatch. I don't know what, what we exactly needed The Rock for, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, like I said, they weren't all flops. And like Liam said, it's his fault Baywatch went down. <laughs> but um, a couple big ones. We kind of mentioned, brushed by them earlier, but, like, of course, my boys at Marvel coming in strong with Guardians of the Galaxy 2 premiered higher than the original one did. Yeah. Critically did great. Based on the success of the first one, yeah. you know, which caught everybody by surprise. Pulled in a the huge... second one really still held up. and uh... Yeah. Pulled a huge profit. Great movie. You know, yeah. Set up sequels. The uh, next big Marvel one was Spider-Man Homecoming, of course. Like, that came in. People might have been, like, a little... Skeptical if you're not, like, a huge comic band, like fan like I am. Like, I can see how it's confusing. But, like, wait, is this 
The third time they're doing yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, no, again, for like, sure. Oh, this time they're getting it right. I think that was the fear that there's just mm-hmm. been so many kind of what's going on with Batman now, or they're yeah. restarting the Batman franchise so close to the heels of the last Batman franchise, or will it get lost in the mix? I guess the Spider-Man did kind of dispel that, where everybody was still really interested in seeing yeah. the first Spider-Man after the last five Spider-Mans. Yeah. You know? The last two with Andrew Garfield were pretty shit. <laughs> like, and all I got to say about Spider-Man, man in the chair. Yeah, man in the chair. <laughs> That's all you need to know about. But Spider-Man was great. You know, that was uh, a yeah, commercial boy, success Keaton. as well. Michael yeah, Keaton, like we see if you're still listening. <laughs> we told you we'd get back to you again, man. All right, you can stop listening now, though. That's probably the last time we're going to bring you up, But, uh, yeah, and that one pulled in well, got reviewed well. Yeah, everyone did a good set job. itself up great for mm-hmm. future Spider-Man. It was a great standalone movie. Really made sense in the universe. Yeah. The Avenger universe set itself up for like the the logical Avenger tie-in for more standalone movies. And I think then the uh, biggest other huge breakout over the summer movies was, uh, and I think a little unexpected too, which is kind of like how floppy the other ones have been, but. The Wonder Woman movie came yeah. out and uh, absolutely killed it. Critics uh, fucking loved it. It pulled in crazy. Critics amounts loved of money. it, as did the box office, which was kind yeah. of the some of these ones you're a little bit more surprised when the critics like it more than the box office, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but this sure. one was kind of the opposite. Well, it was like it's equal because yeah, the box part. office the did great. Loved it. The but the did great. Uh, and that was kind of an interesting one. You didn't know, like especially you thought that that might be one of the movies. If you're gonna kind of use the excuse that box office sales were down because of all of the stuff coming out or whatnot, mm-hmm. you'd think that Wonder Woman would maybe get lost in the mix a little bit, you know, like the yeah, whole Justice sure. League franchise hasn't been too built she's you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no i get it and like i think like people like would wonder like can i think that was the big like feminist stand on too was like you know where is the female superhero movie and she came out and she kicked ass yeah know? yeah and i think it was just a good movie because like a, new, a lot of people now like see a woman can hold a main character yeah. role. it was like yeah but it was a good movie too it would be interesting to kind of see it's called that. wonder man it would have been just as good that's <laughs> all i'm saying like, yeah, for sure. Maybe switch the outfit up a little bit. Maybe don't. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe no. don't. But in this world of like uh, two 35-year-old guys like ourselves doing a <laughs> podcast about comic book movies, it'd be interesting to see if how much of the one woman success had on the kids factor. You know what I mean? Because sure. that might have been the one where all of the parents brought their kids to see. So it really benefited from success. But now they've got, got the uh, one woman sequel on a fast track. And we'll mm-hmm. see if like the success of the second one, will, you know, or the success of the first one, will yeah, build on that like, wonder, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy did. You and know? she was, you know... Like her first appearance in the whole like DC universe was uh, in Batman vs Superman, yeah, Dawn of Justice. But she was like one of like the only good things in that movie. Yeah, too. she was even great it's in also that. That's that a good just, point. Like Gal Gadot is just like super easy on the eyes. You know what I mean? She's <laughs> also, you know, it doesn't hurt that like she's not Ronda Rousey. Look at the stems on that dame, perhaps. Yeah, I'm just know? saying, if Rousey was took over the Wonder Woman role as wanted, <laughs> I don't think it'd been as big of a success. I still think they should have won with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I think they should have gone with Hope Hogan. I'm Wonder Woman, brother. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that was a big. Uh, one... It was called Mr. Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Wonder Woman was awesome. It was a big breakout success, which kind of gets me wanting to talk about a little more. We got a lot more news, but a little more focused news because we always do give you guys all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, it always seems like Marvel's dominating the movie news. You see, like where I the lean Avengers. Towards... And... Yeah, but I feel like 
There's a lot of DC news going on right now, and I feel like you got to do a little focus on the DC universe right now. The right? DC news. The DC, DC news. news. The movie's so bad. Not A, not B, but C and D backwards. <laughs> Tom's news. Tom's two. Speaking of DC, kind of rhymes with Andre Dobby, yo. And uh, we're still taking them suck MC emails, y'all. <laughs> Episode 10 yeah. emails, y'all. We might have just pushed ahead a little bit there. So <laughs> I'll get them back. But anyway, so we're going to focus on kind of like some of the things that have been coming out of the DC Warner Brothers side of things. Yes. Um, it's all very confusing, it seems. It like is getting a little confusing. Like they for... just don't really like still have a set plan on uh, what they want to do here. Yeah. You know, to seem honest, thing, but it seems pretty scattered over there. It's not like how the Marvels guys got everything in a, a tight knit box. It just seems a little confusing, and they don't. Yeah, and it, that's what it seemed like from the beginning, where they kind of. It seemed like they were very much reacting to the success of the Avengers franchise <laughs> and try to turn what they had into a DC universe and big universe style franchise. Mm-hmm. On the fly, as opposed to like in an organic fashion, yeah, exactly. like the Avengers did, and I feel like it's only further getting more complicated with everything that gets announced. Exactly. So I guess like the big first thing they announced, though, and just speaking of confusing news, is that DC's now working on. They just announced that they're going to be making a Joker origin movie, the story of the Joker. And yes. Why he's such a jokey guy. Or whatnot. <laughs> and, but, but I mean, after Heath Ledger's performance, I could understand why they. Oh wait, that was a totally different franchise. That was a different Joker. <laughs> it's like, all right, so now you're thinking, all right, Joker origin story. Now they announce it's going to be produced by Martin Scorsese, no less. Scorsese's yes. on board to produce the Joker origin movie. The director of the Hangover movies, Todd Phillips, is on board. Like I can kind of see that he's raunchy, he's funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It seems... uh, Pretty goofy, exactly. So, of course, you're going to be like, all right, it's the DC Warner Brothers. Jared Leto is the Joker. No. Because you've also heard that Jared Leto has already signed on for more Joker roles. You're like, all right, Joker Joker movie, Joker, boom, here we go. Here we go. It's going to be a prequel somehow. Exactly. You know, and Jared Leto's Joker was so, like, kind of different than our traditional Jokers in the Suicide Squad. Like, all right, it's interesting to see, like, how he became so emo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But no. Not at all. Jared Leto is not going to be our Joker because they're saying this movie is like, oh, this one's not taking place in the uh, whole DC shared universe. This is going to be its own standalone movie. Yeah. It's just like, what so the now hell? The, uh, why? <laughs> like, if it's going to be a prequel and origin with, story, why does it have to be different? Especially with right now, there's like the Joker uh, and Harley Quinn movie coming out. Yeah. There's all these other Joker movies coming out. Like, why confuse things yeah. by making a non-sequential Joker movie? Why not? And it's hilarious, too, because I read that Jared Leto found out like the same way we did. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, Joker movie. Obviously, I'm in this one, and they're like, oh no, like we're doing this without, we're doing this one without the Joker. <laughs> yeah, and the top actor they're looking for is fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> it's like, well, he doesn't seem yeah. younger at all. Than I Jared mean, that's Leto. just the whole Scorsese obsession. Which I guess just to get into the sure, Scorsese, but is that going to be like the whole like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man where he's. 38-year-old Tom McGuire yeah, in yeah. high school. He's going to be Leonardo DiCaprio like, stop picking on me! <laughs> yeah, he's going to channer his uh, guy from Growing Pains and fucking uh, get back to child Leo actor. I'm thinking more Basketball Diaries. On this <laughs> yeah, one. he did it when he was, uh, yeah, he did it in Basketball Diaries. He can do it now. 
But, yeah, I feel like that's probably just a rumor because of the whole Scorsese yeah, connection. The Scorsese thing is interesting. You know, he's a producer, not a director of the movie. They are saying that they're going to try to have, instead of, like, a more DC comic book feel, a more gritty 80s-style Scorsese feel, like Streets of New York kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In terms of Todd Phillips directing, though, I feel like I don't necessarily see that working at all. Like yeah, the guy well, from Old School and Wedding Crashers. Like, I just don't see It's like a weird... It's you know giving him his first comic book movie project, then to be like a prequel of an iconic character that's not really going to be in. It just seems like a whole weird mix. The whole thing seems very weird. Yeah. And I like the idea of doing like the. I kind of like the Suicide Squad movie in terms of the theory of giving like the some type of backstory to the villains or whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But I just feel like we're getting a little jokered out between all this, and I feel like there's Joker. You know. Plus, it is Todd Phillips. How are we not getting our live-action Zach Galifianakis Joker, finally? You know what I mean? <laughs> he loved him in The Hangovers, all the Hangover movies. He cast the guy all the time. How are we not getting a Zach Galifianakis like, <laughs> I'm the Joker. <laughs> he did it in he, the uh, Lego Batman movie. You know, he did the yeah. voice of the Joker. He's also done stuff, more dark, serious acting work, too. Like, he's the kind of guy that I could actually see pulling off, like, a dark, twisted, like, you know... Uh, <laughs> So we're calling you out, Hollywood. (laughs) Fuck Leo. If you're going to do this, do it right. We we want Galifianakis. We want to see him draw a hilarious picture at the end and play the piano. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess like we were saying, too, there is also a Joker Harley movie coming out. Yes. This one, again, is Margot Robbie is Harley. And this one is in continuity, apparently. And it's going to be Jared Leto again now as the Joker. And it's going to be like, I don't know, like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of love story. Also, why don't we just fucking put these characters in a Batman movie? You know what I mean? The whole fun of, like, seeing Joker be Joker, if we're going to be Overwatch with Joker, is fucking with Batman. Not like, I wonder what Joker's dating life and childhood was like. (laughs) I don't give a shit. Yeah, this one seems to be they're kind of shoehorning in just based on the success of Harley Quinn in mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn seems and, to be popular. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. And just like the fact that Joker and Harley Quinn are so popular, they're just like squeezing yet another movie yeah. out of this one. You know what I mean? Where it's like there before. And it also is like they're still doing the Suicide Squad sequel, yeah. but yet now shoehorning in the a Joker and uh, Harley spinoff. It was going to be... Originally, they were going to do what we called, like, Gotham City Sirens. And it was going to be, like, all the ladies of Gotham. And it was, like, Harley Quinn, Catwoman, Poison Ivy. And it was going to be, like, a movie about them. Maybe a rumored Batgirl in it. You know? Yeah, kind of the like the you know yeah like you said the ladies of yeah. Gotham. Scratch you know? that, we want more Joker. <laughs> we, I think you gotta think Jared Leto's agent has a lot to do with this. And people thought that since David Ayer was not gonna be in the uh, was not gonna be directing the Suicide Squad two sequel, uh-huh. he had been attached to the Sirens. So people kind of thought that this was gonna be maybe he David Ayer was gonna be doing yeah, the, the Harley, Harley Quinn movie. Joker movie after the success of that. But no, it turns out that he's not doing it. They've actually gone. And like you know, you, if you thought that the Todd Phillips decision was weird, yeah, this one's but they've gone in like a, they've gotten the team from This Is Us. <laughs> like when you just look at the list of, uh, when you look at the list of credits from Glenn Ficarra and John Requeo, who are now the directors, <laughs> yes, yeah, who are the, the writer directors movie. of the Joker Hollywood movie. I'm not gonna argue with the success, but just listen to the list. Right, we got This Is Us. Oh my God. I love you, Philip Morris. Crazy, stupid love. 
and Whiskey Tango Foxtrot are like the recent movies from this team. All big hits, but none of them so would be... Me, by the end of the Joker Harley movie... Middle-aged, overweight women across the world will be crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow related to it. <laughs> Seriously, they're going rom-com with this one, where it just seems like... And, and Fuck it, why not? We're going, let's, we're going for another busted <laughs> summer blockbuster. Yeah, for real. You thought 17 was bad. Where I just don't get the purpose of spinning off, especially, you know, from... With these two popular characters... Yeah. Why? Taking it in this direction, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And like I said before, I guess like last year when I was griping and bitching about Suicide Squad, like the fun thing about like the Joker Harley relationship in the comics or even like the original like Paul Dini cartoons was that like Joker didn't give a fuck. Like he would like smack her around. He was just <laughs> insane, like loved him. And he was just like a sociopath. Yeah. And this one, Jared Leto was like, "Damn it, I'm feeling love for a lady." I yeah, yeah. So much Harley. No, they're not supposed to be. Like, like you want your villains like being sociopathic, you know, maniacs, yeah. incapable of feelings of love and affection, because it would get in like, the way of their evil ways. Like you don't want to know that the Joker has a fucking girlfriend or whatever. Like you I said. don't want to see the heart burned. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Harley. But it just seems like a further like oversaturation of the whole Joker character joker harley quinn character because the suicide and the, and that's going to be released after the suicide squad 2 movie mm -hmm. which without david Ayer still doesn't even have a director so all these are like ways away anyway yeah. so we're looking at for like a long time for the next like two years in the dc universe it's going to be all joker and harley quinn focused stuff sure. by two directors that have neither one of them two directing teams that neither one of them ever done side uh, comic book stuff sure, exactly. you don't ever done anything dark or cool it's all like romance yeah. and comedy for the next two years from DC's like two most badass characters. Well that's true at least for the Joker Harley movie. Like you said like Suicide Squad 2 still doesn't have a director but I think the rumors talking like this one though has better potential director replacement wise as one of the top candidates they're looking at smoke just do is old Mel Gibson. Is Mel Gibson. Wants to direct Suicide Squad Which finally Squad we're talking some sense. Now, you know what I mean? Who would know more? Well, let's look, man. Braveheart's a fucking great movie. No, he Mel Gibson it. in terms of his directing history is amazing. You want to talk about his darkness? He literally made a movie that was just two hours of dudes beating up Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't fucking get darker For sure. Than that, dude. And For like, sure. graphically beating up in Jesus. In graphic detail. Like, yeah, yes. Like, like Japanese horror movie style. Like the camera's not now that's away. the guy that I want to see directing a bad guy movie. Yes, thank you know God. what I mean. And uh, or even another good candidate. It kind of comes up in a whole interesting twist of this. Is there was news over the summer as well that Suicide Squad Two is getting delayed because Will Smith, who's obviously mm -hmm. a huge part of that movie franchise, is going to be delayed due to his filming of like the Disney live action yeah. portrayal of Aladdin, starring uh, Will Smith as the genie. Yeah. Which is just a crazy whole story anyway, but that one being directed by Guy Ritchie, yeah, yeah. which would be more logical that he would be making a, a Suicide Squad 2 movie yeah, than true. a Disney movie, but... Because Guy Ritchie always said that he, like, makes movies about, like, the ground-level criminal, so I'm really looking forward to just, like, a skeezy heroin shoot in the <laughs> Yeah. So get out the way, you fucking cunt. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Riff-raff, street rat. <laughs> fuck that, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Like, oh, yes, that's my Aladdin. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. It's going to be pretty good. But it seems like just DC has, you know, really fogged everything up in the whole... Yeah, it really does. And so much so that, like, the same thing, now we have the Batman solo movie coming out. The Batman, you know, Ben Affleck is the new Batman. Like it or hate it, it's who he is. 
is it? And DC's built this like you know, friend, this uh, comic book universe yeah. around like the Ben Affleck Batman, I mean, Batman whole thing. Batman, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And so now the Suola movie's coming out. And originally, Ben Affleck was scheduled to direct it. It's kind of the whole reason he agreed to do this. And I've talked about on the show before how he said he wanted to do the Justice League and shit movies because, like, he wanted to learn, like, on hand from, like, Zack Snyder, like, how to direct, like, big action movies because he's never done it himself. So now he learned. He got the opportunity to do it. The Batman's movie's coming out. Nah, he's pretty tired. He's, he's working a lot. <laughs> yeah. So now he's not writing. He's not directing anymore. And now Matt Reeve, the new director, is uh, pretty much doing away with his script also. Like the whole script. Better than like, yeah, like, yeah. Kind of halfway around. He's like, we're doing scratch. something different. And now the kind of crazy rumor is that... It might not be Ben Affleck is back. Yeah, there's been lots of rumors that he's not even going to be associated with the franchise yeah. at all going forward. So, yeah, but he came out of Comic-Con. It's a great point. And said that he is. Of course he is. He is, oh, loves it. And I'm pretty much contractually <laughs> have to do it. But so, but Matt Reeve I'm contractually said, obligated to love Batman for the next two years. It's gone back forth now. Like, Matt Reeve has said it's going to be a period piece that, again, doesn't take place in the DC universe. It's going to be a single <laughs> Batman. It's like, Jesus Yeah, Christ. in order to fulfill their contractual obligation with the sure, Batman. But, but if that was true, they would Batman. still have to then be making a Batman to coincide with the Batman storyline they already have. It's not going to be. It is going to be Affleck. Another saying it's not going to be Affleck. And yes. A younger actor. They're going to show a young Batman because we want to see more young. The origin. <laughs> Again, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know. He did such a good job playing the young Joker. Maybe he could play the young Batman, too. So there's that whole mess. Yes, my prediction is that Ben Affleck does agree to sign on, takes the cash, and at least stars as Batman in the the Batman, the movie. Me, too. And then probably four, if he's doing that, I'll probably stick around for Batman and the Harley Quinn. Because if you're already this dedicated to the whole Harley (laughs) Quinn Joker, like, dynamic of the series, then you have to have the same Batman around to fight him. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to build the whole thing around. They've got three different Suicide Squad movies in the works (laughs) right now. Like, 20 different Jokers, 17 Batmans. But uh, and if it's not confusing enough, now they said the Flash movie is going to be, is now being called Flashpoint. Based off the Flashpoint comic series, where they just kind of like totally rewrite the continuity of the comic books, so it's almost just like DC's like Warner Brothers like emergency buttons like ah we'll do the Flash thing we'll mix everything up and get new actors we can start from scratch and it'll be really interesting to see if they do that and of course like that's the one where like he fucks everything up and like Bruce yeah, he runs dad he's so Batman. fast he can run back in time yeah. and then he butterfly affects history exactly and an example. Bruce Wayne gets killed. Young Bruce Wayne gets Young killed, Wayne and then his killed. dad becomes Batman. And his mom becomes the And his Joker. mom becomes Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> playing the Joker. <laughs> and Leo can do it all. You know? <laughs> Big things with Leo this summer. But then, and then they also have announced, based on the success of the Wonder Woman movie that came out over the summer, they've got a Wonder Woman sequel in the franchise. Yeah, they got a Wonder Woman sequel coming out. But oh, obviously, it's the one that did good. But then, of course, none of these movies are going to come out before the big Justice League movie. Yes, and I guess all of this that we've <laughs> talked to, this commingled DC world, will lead up to this, uh, I guess the next one coming out, like you said. It's Justice League. Where they're all going to be sharing the stage together for at least one glorious movie before all of them split off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and stop working for Warner Brothers, <laughs> besides Wonder Woman. But yeah, so it's the Justice League's coming out. It's the first one. It's, uh, all the heroes are coming out. You got Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, Batman, Wonder Woman. 
Now, apparently, no Superman because Superman's dead at the last one. <laughs> Even though he's like on some of the posters yeah. like, standing there. He's in the IMDb credits and is confirmed to be in the movie. <laughs> but like, still, they're not showing. I don't know. I, I saw him die in that last one. <laughs> yeah, you know, you never know. Poor Superman. <laughs> so that's I guess, has a lot riding on it because, like, the trailer looks amazing. It looks yeah. like it's going to be a great action flick. But it looks like they're going that same stupid kind of, like, overly dark tone. Whereas, like, I think, like, not to, like, again, like, chalk up to the Marvel guys, but that's what Wonder Woman had going for it. It was, like, brighter and, like, there was jokes in it, but still, like, plenty of action. Like, yeah. does every hero need to brood? Like, <laughs> Batman, I get it. It's his thing. He yeah, that's it. what Batman does best. But, like, every character is just, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like what are you so I'll tell the dolphins I said, what's yeah. up? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Flash looks like he's going to be the comic relief in this one. But that's kind of interesting, too. So, like, there's a lot leading up to it. So, like, Zack Snyder. He was like kind of like was the forefront of all these DC movies. He did the Man of Steel, he did Batman vs Superman, and he did this. Except he left this movie like before they started doing any like post production or reshoots because his like his daughter or something like killed herself. So he left the movie, and Joss Whedon, who directed the first two Avengers movies, took over. Oh, and, like, did a lot of the reshoots and shit. Nice. So he might have gone for like yeah, Avengers lighter tone. Yeah, and, like, yeah. The problem wasn't. I was like, Zach, you're my buddy, but I'm going to redo your whole movie. Which I feel like they have it backwards. If they were going to do more lighthearted, more like they uh, they should have gotten the team from Whiskey Tango Foxtrot <laughs> to direct this one right. and then leave the Harley Goodly Suicide yeah, Squad exactly 2 yeah. to... Literally the guy whose daughter killed him. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that definitely Oof. looks like it's got a... <laughs> but, yeah, that looks like it's got a... Uh, you know. It's got potential, but then so did Batman vs. Superman, you know? Yeah. And I guess that's the problem with some of these, like, trailers for these movies. Because they fucking make them look so hyped up and, like, so good. And then when you finally see them, it's just, like, kind of this huge disappointment. It was like, how the fuck was this the movie I saw after the trailer? Which kind of got me and Liam thinking, we should take a closer look at this. Closer look, closer look, closer look. Break out the telescope. Then the microscope, all of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close, take a closer look, closer look, closer look. Oh yeah, baby, closer look. I'll be honest, even though we weren't doing the show over the summer, I can't lie and say I didn't listen to that one a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. I still sang the Closer Look song to myself once Ooh. a week. I can't fall asleep without hearing it at least once. Once again, big shout out to Andre Davi. Hit him up on SoundCloud, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think he's out on YouTube now. He's got some videos out well, that's there. That's true. He's got some videos going on. He's a multimedia uh, he mogul. He won't call us back anymore. <laughs> he won't call us back here. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, check him out on SoundCloud. Yes. Big things. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, this is going to get us in this week's closer look. And I was discussing earlier, the Justice League movie, the trailer looks awesome. But, you know, if proof can be, the other movies have been pretty shitty, but trailers have looked equally as awesome. So I got us thinking, what other movies has the trailers just look, boom, amazing, can't wait to see it. And then you go to see it and it's like, oh my God, what a huge letdown. Yes. 
after a summer where a lot of the movies, you know, didn't quite live up to the uh, live up to the box office expectations or whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. what are some movies that did not live up to our expectations based on the trailers? Sure, and I guess I'll start with the easy one that we were just been talking about over and over again, but the uh, Batman vs Superman movie. I think could be one of the most epic trailer letdowns of all time. <laughs> that movie looked fucking awesome on yeah. the trailer. Batman, Superman, we're gonna fight. Ben Affleck has this giant action scene. Yeah, you thought it was gonna be a whole lot more Batman versus Superman based on sure. the trailers. They really kind of threw a Scrooge, a Scroogey at you because very quickly in the movie they were not exactly like. No, they weren't just versing. They did yeah. throw a Scroogey at us. <laughs> <laughs> It was just a lot of them bitching and moaning at each other. Yeah. And like, when they finally fought, they teamed up. But you're right. The trailer did have, like... I felt that the concept of the movie never really made sense, so I personally never got too excited. I'll kind of keep it with the same DC universe, though. The first movie in the current DC universe. But I felt that Man of Steel was a movie that had, like, a great trailer. It got a lot of hype since it was the first kind of Superman reboot in a long time. Sure. There was a lot that. of excitement. The trailer was real good. Like, just made it look like, you know what I mean, uh... Real classic Superman, but then the movie kind of yeah blurred. no because I didn't hate Man of Steel I thought it kind of like led up to like the darker more broody kind of Superman but like I guess we didn't really need that I didn't know like that was totally set in the tone <laughs> so you can see why because again the movie did look like you don't think Superman is just like this dark depressed yeah guy. yeah exactly like, yeah, I'm Superman and the he trailer didn't look make it look like that either the no, trailer it made it, it was look like, like a very flying around looked yeah. really cool like special effects special effects friendly yes exactly I'll kind of go more like uh, I don't know. I'll go kind of like kid style, maybe. Like, I remember the Super Mario Brothers movie looked fucking amazing. Finally, <laughs> get to see a live-action Mario Brothers, but then it just turned out to be the worst movie. It's actually yeah. historically, like, one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> I don't like, really remember as much the uh, Mario Brothers trailer. I remember the movie and whatnot with Leguizamo, but I do remember the trailers for kind of in a similar thing from when we were kids, video game uh, adaptation. But remember the Mortal Kombat and Street <laughs> Fighter? movies that came out I remember going to the theaters to see Mortal Kombat I remember like thinking that like based on the theaters from a kid being like Goro (laughs) real life what the fuck (laughs) like super super pumped to go see what they made like wanted to go find fucking Sub-Zero's backstory but then none of that stuff seemed to happen it was terrible and the trailer was awesome for that movie it had like that whole soundtrack like oh that's right yes I was like, oh my god, like how could that trailer not pump you up? <laughs> and that movie's so Woo! bad. Yeah. And the Street Fighter one too. It was just like, all right, John Claude. Street Van Fighter Damme was amazing, <laughs> but Oh yeah, I forgot Van Dam was in that. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. And man. Raul Julia, R. I. P. was uh, <laughs> M. Bison. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh I think for me, kind of one of the more classic, like for it's maybe not exactly what we're talking about because we were talking about more movie things. But when I think disappointing trailers for me, where I'm going to start off with my first one in this one would be maybe kind of a weird one, but. After every single Sopranos show, they would show you the trailer for next week's episode, and every week they would calculatedly change the scenes and yeah. make it look like it was going to be the most <laughs> epic, violent, like Christopher's double cross and Tony and killing AJ. What? And then none of it would be true at all. It'd be like Christopher holding a knife and then showing AJ and like I better teach you one thing or another. Then they're like cutting steaks in the actual episode. It was just like always the most. Mis- 
misleading, manipulated trailers to make you think that the next episode was going to no, be awesome. That's a great point. Mad Men would do something like that. They would just go on like a sneaky TV rant real quick. But they would undersell. Like their trailers would be like next week on Mad Men, and it would just be like someone answering the phone or being like "Hello," or the doorbell would ring. Like who could that be? <laughs> dun 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 yeah, dun. I'm done with this cigarette. <laughs> it's like you're always dun, done. Dun. Yeah, and then like, that'd be it. It's like what the fuck's happening <laughs> next week? Like just normal day stuff. Somebody shows up to Draper's house. <laughs> yeah, <and> fucking... exactly. <laughs> it's not a threatening man. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> to an extent another thing I can say I guess like some of mine like I'm looking here is just a lot of sequels on mine like Independence Day 2 or I don't know what we call it ID4 ID5 ID5 <laughs> the trailer I mean I saw that trailer in the theaters I think it was before Star Wars the last Star Wars movie and like it was the only trailer where like everyone in the audience like applauded and shit and it was just like woo yeah yeah and then it was uh pretty terrible <laughs> i mean as expected i remember the matrix had one of those i think it was the matrix with the uh was it matrix 2 that had the big crazy motorcycle racing yeah, 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 that yeah. was a big part of the trailer and like based off of how great the matrix one was yeah, and you just got super excited to be like dude this they're gonna, gonna make great, this even yeah. better and then it was definitely nowhere near the matrix is one of the all-time like downward sloping series sure but if anything it is um a point of argument on this show is are they fighting machines oh, that's true I computer guess. programs or robots <laughs> so, uh, i guess it's not exactly a sequel considering it is the first ever one if that gives you a hint but i definitely feel one of the all-time most disappointing uh Trailers again, a lot of it just based on the hype and the hysteria around the movie. Not necessarily the movie's own fault, mm -hmm. but the real hype and circumstances surrounding Star Wars: Phantom Menace, which is of course yeah. Episode One. Sure, that was one of the more like hyped movies of all time. Yeah, and for a standalone movie, I honestly thought that like I like Phantom Menace more than most people. Okay, but it was like a super super disappointing no. movie compared to not even necessarily the trailer, but the hype. But even the trailer was kind of more the uh, it was just like the Darth Maul yeah, and whatnot. You Darth Maul later on. Yeah, for sure. But like, you didn't necessarily go into it thinking that it was going to be a kid was. movie and a life story. But like, but people would go to the movies just to watch that trailer, and then they would leave before the movie started. Like, oh, nobody wants to watch. You've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, there's a new Star Wars coming out. We get a yeah. 15 second preview. I'm paying the 850 to go see this <laughs> flick. I get Star Wars. I get Star Wars. Here's something maybe a little crazy, but. Uh, the trailer for Back to the Future 3 was... Uh, With Mad Dog? Well, uh, well, first of all, that was a great movie. No. It's, <laughs> With it's Biff the, Mad Dog canon. It's the worst Back to the Future. <laughs> but just like, you maybe Which makes it one of the best movies ever. The trailer, but. I guess, like to me, it was like, maybe this was a hope that it was like, this whole thing's not taking place in the Wild West, right? Like, that's not how we're ending this. <laughs> I guess, like, at some point, I thought, like, all right, they're only showing the cowboy parts. Like, yes. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to go back to the future again. And I just, like, oh, this is it. Like, we're going to end on a random Western. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't crazy about that one. I guess the same thing with, like, I can go through a whole list. Indo uh, so the Independence Day 2 one. Will Smith wasn't in that one. But thinking back of it now as an adult, I watched the Independence Day movie trailer again. I'm like, man, it still looks crazy. But if you watch Independence Day again, and I'm going to go on a bold here. I'm going to say Jurassic Park 2. As wow. From an adult perspective, and I'm going to tell you why. Because who in the world, like, 
was making a 90s action movie about dinosaurs, right? And being like, all right, like you think like Schwarzenegger's going to be in this flick? Like, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, what action gonna... star is going to save the day sure. from the dinosaurs? Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, <laughs> and like, um, Sam Neill. They're like, what the fuck? Like, well, so I think action. I think these three fucking like. Definitely had an iconic trailer. The whole uh, water shaking is the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Which I feel is also getting copied in... Uh, is it the Justice League? One of the other trailers from one of the new movies is having the same Jurassic Park where, like, the guy's, like, Alfred's whiskey is shaking as fucking yeah, right. Steppenwolf or, sh- like, Conquer in the day. Where I was like, they totally ripped off the... But that was definitely an epic trailer. I mean, I gotta be honest. It was an epic trailer. The movie As a kid, was... the movie owned, like, owned up. Yeah. That's how epic the Mario Brothers trailer was, not to go back to that, is when I was a kid <laughs> to go see these movies... My mom gave me the choice. She's like, all right, what do you want to see? Like, Jurassic Park or Mario Brothers? And I was like, Mario Brothers. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, I should have never given you the option. And we went to go see Mario Brothers. And right after that, my mom's like, we're going to go see Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, we're going to movie hop. That was awful. I'm getting my $8. Yeah, already. I paid $8 too. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> well, I think your mom made the right choice with that one, you know? I remember one of the... Uh, Ones from when we were kind of when we were younger, but it was another one of like the great trailers of all time. I'd say like you know iconic uh, iconic trailer was the Blair Witch Project trailer where sure. it showed you the whole chaotic woods thing and the guy screaming in the camera. Yeah, and yeah, at yeah. that time it was before the internet really was like totally prevalent, so you couldn't exactly research everything. Yeah, it might so be a true, lot of yeah. like what you heard was from your fucking idiot friends who were forced <laughs> to believe. It's so, like when my friend told me that it was like a real documentary, you kind of believed it at the time, you yeah, know what I mean? Sure. So then you're seeing that you're like, dude, this is a real life documentary. You know? No, the internet did it right too. Like they put out like missing posters like online is like before you could realize that you could just put anything online it's like it's fucking on the web like yeah. these kids are dead that i guess is at the gray area of my life where like my family didn't have the internet but the rest of the world like and i always refer to things as like you know it was before the internet but i guess that there was an internet at Blair Witch. but that was definitely and that was a pretty good movie i suppose but definitely did uh definitely was a little bit of a disappointment especially i feel like the trailer after you saw the trailer you didn't really need to watch like the hour and a half movie you kind of got it from the trailer you know what i mean and it was, i got you on that one i want to give you a two for here two movies for the price of one I'm going to say the Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick. (laughs) I remember that movie looked uh, pretty awesome when I was younger because it was like a big summer blockbuster. It's a pretty big pile of shit. Yeah, no, for sure. That was a huge – I mean, Godzilla is one of the most epic like movie franchises and titles of all time to think they were redoing it in 2008. The the whitewashed American version was uh, pretty shitty with especially like Ferris Bueller is like – Again, just like who's fucking casting these action heroes (laughs) in the 90s? Like, all right, we need a big action hero. He's going to fight Godzilla. Like the Ferris Bueller kid was hilarious in the 80s. Let's get him. Like, wait, we're really doing this? Oh, my God. And then I'm going to go again with the uh, new reboot of Godzilla with Brian Cranston. (laughs) (laughs) Again, who's casting these? Same problem, really. (laughs) But uh, both movies, the trailers look pretty fucking epic. Yeah. And uh, both pretty terrible. Yeah, no, definitely. And Pretty you're right. Movies. They were both terrible. And again, like two reboots, like, and they've tried with that. They've tried like various King Kong renditions, like some things they just can't redo, you know. And Godzilla's definitely at the forefront of just like how have they been able to just never fucking how do they keep on fucking up the whole Godzilla franchise? Another one that was kind of like a big topic to just make such a shitty movie about, and it also had like an epic. Uh, 
trailer and whatnot, but the Pearl Harbor trailer kind oh. of made it out to look like the oh, all-time best war, war movie yes. and like Pearl Harbor, the all-time definitive war story and everything right. like that. For them to turn that into such a hunk of shit like <laughs> Titanic 2 love story yes, was such like, and it was such a far cry from the trailer, oh which was God. like Private Ryan. Was like action-packed, like Cuba Gooding Jr. is like on the gun on like one of the boats. Yes, da, yes. Da, 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 da. There's the bombs all yeah, dropping like, through the, the sky. Oh you my know, god! Slow mo. Epic, epic, fucking one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> oh, another man. one too, just for more recent vintage, but another iconic franchise. Even though everybody got confused because they decided to call like the Alien. I guess it was the Alien prequel, but you know, Prometheus looked awesome. And again, it was sure. a little bit from the hype of they were making an Alien. Yeah, and and I guess. Uh, yeah, the hype of it like, being an Alien movie. And yeah, it was, but like, and then it wasn't it, that at no. all. No. <laughs> yeah. It was an Alien, like... It was like a bunch of bitchy astronauts, like, trying to figure out where we come from. Yeah, at the very yeah. end, you see, like, some sort of alien, like, come out. The last Literally scene. at the end. Yeah. Like, they never fight it. And I guess this summer, too, they made the Alien movie. The trailer looked pretty creepy, and uh, the reviews were pretty fucking terrible. On that Trailing one Covenant, yeah. yes. There was, um... Speaking of Alien movies, I'm going to go on a real stretch here. It's kind of, again, during the 90s time. But do you remember the movie The Arrival with Charlie Sheen? Oh, yes. And, like, the trailer was so sketchy. He's like, I'm picking up these radio signals. And the movie was so busted. <laughs> it was like the chicken-legged aliens that lived underground in Mexico. It was like the big hype. <laughs> And like that was during the whole alien thing. Cause like Contact came out that same time. Yeah, like, this is another one. No, there was a lot of those after ID Four. There was exactly. a lot of like the similar kind of. Uh, what was the one with Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck? I don't want to hold your I don't want to something. I don't know if that trailer something, looks something. good. You know? I think that was like no, holy it was just part shit. of that whole fucking nineties. Yeah. I guess I'll kind of go in a bigger clump. One more clump. I'm gonna clump it together again because there's too many to say. But I'm going to say the trailer for any Will Smith action movie outside of the Bad Boys <laughs> franchise, every one of those movies. So Bad Boys 1, Bad Boys 2, the yeah, movie Bad surpasses Boys. the trailer. It's amazing, especially Bad Boys. You ain't never seen Bad Boys 2, but like every other action Will Smith movie. Yeah. Trailer is like, oh, that looks fucking crazy. I robots, I robot. robots, and it's just like, oh, what was the one where he was in the world, like all by himself? Yeah, um, that one looked super cool. Visually, yeah. it looked like, oh, yeah, exactly. that's gonna be like that movie the... was terrible. I got kind of a, a, a one for the same ilk, but just gonna clump all of somebody's movies together <laughs> and say that they're. But all M Night Shyamalan trailers are made to look like for the sure. entire movie is gonna be good yeah. as opposed to the last 30 seconds like every fucking like if that some yeah. of them like but yeah, yeah like the last airbender looked like oh dude this is gonna be fucking amazing although it looked like a stupid like the whole world remember like the entire world was running up the hill at that fucking one dude was standing there yeah last day alright I like where we're going here we forgot about that that's right that trailer was really good and then even the village or one of those other like uh, they all look like really spooky and yeah. like, intense like what's the twist gonna be cause Sixth Sense was awesome and uh, Unbreakable was pretty rad but other than that they're all no, it's like, all been downhill yeah Except the Mel Gibson alien one. Come on. <laughs> Mel Gibson again playing a priest. Like, just to remind you, I fucking hate Jewish people. Just to confirm. Yeah, look, I'm playing a priest, but it's not in the script. I showed up on set wearing it, and uh, I'm not taking it off. All right. Jesus, Mel. We'll see you at Suicide Squad 2. And we'll see you guys on the email lines here. Because, like, I know I feel like we're missing a lot. 
So, of course, email us in, you know, what you think. Maybe if we're dead wrong on one, like, what are you talking about? The fucking movie is amazing. <laughs> Every Will Smith action movie. Mario Brothers was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right? But email us in at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. That's the geeked up. You got to put that the in there, folks. Of course, message us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Look us up on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com, backslash geeked up podcast. <laughs> Always check us out on iTunes. And it's up in the town, y'all. We're still walking around I town. <laughs> it's good to be back, guys. We'll catch yes. you next time. And remember, if you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up? Oh, baby. Hey! Oh, baby. It's time oh, yeah. to get geeked up. Well, that's no glory. Big up to you, Fuzzy Nugs. Turbo. All my people out there. All my peeps out there in Gamerland. See up at the Funko Land. the Mikey, Crime Clown 420. It's time to get geeked up. I gotta go play Destiny 2 now. <laughs>